0: Welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. Uh, here we are. Um, Nick is joining me once again. My, my brother from another mother. That, Hey-o. Was, that was weird. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I'm doing much of anything right now. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know what to do. It's like, it's like, you know, we're in the middle of this isolation, social distancing, quarantine, protection plan for America time specialist operation thing and like i don't know what to do with my hands one word simulation <laughs> dude and that's that's actually an interesting point because i'm just like what if like so imagine we are a simulation and someone is just like hey let's throw this in the mix <laughs> and see what happens you know what i mean it's like that it's like that one drop of vanilla extract that kind of fucks up the whole batch you oh, know I've what done i mean That so many
1: times yeah like, damn it it's a teaspoon not a tablespoon
0: yeah and then it's you know it ends up tasting like ass. molasses
1: molass ass molass
0: molass ass. it tastes like mole ass like <laughs> um or molasses it said that, i wonder if someone like tasted like what is this thing what does it taste like molasses okay it's called molasses <laughs> yeah i wonder if that's how that's exactly how that came works. up yeah BJ's also in the studio with us today, rocking uh, not only the the normal producer chair, but he's going to sit in and, and uh, join our conversation today. Uh, how you doing over there, buddy? I'm doing good. We're yeah. uh,
2: multitasking. We're yeah. trying out the camera.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We uh, You're going to be able to see this episode as well. Uh, what up, y'all at home? We're working on some new avenues to bring you... Um, you know, our content and, uh, we know that most people are at home. They're not really listening to podcasts while at work. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of us, uh, are watching fucking tiger King or whatnot. And I, I haven't watched it, but I feel like I have, we were just talking about this yeah. off, off camera. Like, I don't know anything about the show. Never even, I haven't even opened up Netflix to see this as an option to click on, but I know who Joe exotic is. I've heard all of all of his fucking songs. I feel like that. I know Carol killed her husband. <laughs> You know what I Dude, mean? It, look, um, and I know all this without having watched the show. I'm
1: telling you, you gotta watch it. It's just I thought the same thing, and I had nothing else to do. And Tiffany's yeah. like, "Let's let's watch it." Yeah. And I was just like, "Oh my god, this is shit show from hell." That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's like once you you watch it, and you're like, "Okay, this can't get any worse." Yeah. And it just hits you like, "What in the hell, man?" Yeah. B J said you
0: you had uh. You knew one of the or had known of one of the guys on on the show yeah, right Tim
2: Tim Stark he yeah. actually owns in so, southern Indiana he actually owns one same kind of place and then if you watch at the end he's helping try to rebuild with um, uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Lowe which you might not have met yet right
1: I don't I don't think so I'm only like three Jeff
2: Lowe looks like if AP hadn't met me this way he'd be dressing yeah <laughs> He did not find that comment funny when I told him, <laughs> dude, when you see him now, you're going to be like, Oh, so, but yeah, we went, we took the kids on there to pet uh, baby tigers. They, he had, um, sloths down there, but you never got to, you, you just stayed in a room. You never walked the, the property. So it wasn't like Joe where you walked around and all that other stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Was but it's
1: still that way where you just do it in a room. Or- yeah. Is he still doing? stuff? No.
2: Well, he actually, as of February twentieth, he was facing several felony counts uh, in, in Indianapolis, and also the main thing is he thinks it's a private farm, private you know property, but they want to bring in inspectors, and he's fighting not to have inspectors come in. So that was actually actually still going on as of March of right now, twenty twenty.
0: Oh, okay. Well, probably uh, uh, on hold. for a while like everything else down there yeah that's true so okay i I see everyone talking about this this you know tiger king documentary but i mean like i don't think it can get much wilder than the wild and wonderful whites of west virginia that was that was the epitome of insanity to me
1: it was until i watched this for real yes
2: Man, I, way I, more than listen, Dennis is this. Listen, I mean,
1: yes, I love the wild and wonderful parts yeah. of West Virginia. One reason. She gives
0: birth and just immediately starts snorting pills off of the.
1: One of the reasons why I love it is because I have family in that area. and <laughs> I'm not like they don't necessarily remind me of them, but it's it's it's, it's, you, it's you, pretty funny you could
0: see it yeah 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 you can see that uh,
1: but this is like i said it's a shit show from hell it's, all right well i mean
2: you may have convinced me though. i mean i'm gonna have to figure something out well, you know and then tim Sark, The this is this is as of four hours ago the state filed temporary restraining order against wildlife in need that's the name of the place on friday that will keep all staff visitors and volunteers out of cages that house big cats like lions and tigers oh my, unless the cats are locked in enclosure separate from the enclosure being entered in a manner preventing the cats from coming into physical contact with any person enclosed being entered. Wow. Uh, Marion County Judge granted an inspection of the zoo earlier in March after Attorney General Curtis Hill filed a lawsuit that would allow states to remove the animals to be placed in court approved animal sanctuaries. Zoo owner Tim Stark is uh, accused of more than 120 violations, I was off a little bit, of the Anim- Animal Welfare Act, according to previous reporting during a behind-the-scenes tour of the zoo. Stark told D- WDRB news that he's not perfect, but he loves his animals. Uh, same thing husbands tell their wives. A uh, federal bill also works to limit the <laughs> private possession of big cats that could, <laughs> that could put zoo in future jeopardy. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Got to sneak him in there. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Uh, yeah, so it uh, things are not going well. Things are not ship shape uh, down there at the uh, Tiger spot. It sounds like if you... Also, own- Southern Indiana is not where I
2: go. I'm like, hey, you know what? Tigers, Southern Indiana. Charleston, Indiana is the place. When we pulled off on the exit... I've Never I'm, fucking heard of it. I looked at my wife Let and go... go there. I go, where the fuck are we? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Any place named Charleston, I don't step foot in. And I'm sure other black people feel that way.
2: <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I could tell that, you know, I I, yeah. could, I was uneasy down there. And I was just looking around and it was filled with mossy oak outfits. Um, Everything was camouflaged. Everybody wore. And then they all had like uh, the Canadian tuxedos on.
0: A bunch of denim denim Dan's down there.
2: Bunch of denim Dan's down there. I have on like you know, and I remember the outfit I had on, and I kind of ever
0: in blue jeans.
2: Like Steph, those guys were, and the kids sit on the floor to pet the tigers. I'm sitting in the back somewhere, going like, I'm not gonna get bit. And then the sloth, and they had other stuff, and he just has them on his arms the same way I saw, like you saw how uh Joe was. Same thing you saw in person. I was just like, this dude's batshit crazy. I was like I could tell that he punches he has to punch these every now and then. Like he just had that like aura.
1: You kind of have to be that way. But apparently the what is it the Bagaratov? what is is that is that the guy's name? Uh Doc from from the show. Yeah. Uh he d- doesn't seem that way.
2: Oh, the one out there in South Carolina?
1: Yeah, just super. Oh, dude, he,
2: that's a cult. I, oh, for sure. That's a cult. Like it's definitely a cult. He has the best game ever. Like, come play with my Tigers, but I will have sex with you.
1: Every single one of you, and I'm only going to pay you $150 to live here. But when I touch you, you will have my enlightenment yeah like dude it is full-on what
0: yeah all right
2: well now i'm gonna have to watch this his
1: name i don't know if i'm saying it right but it's like the boggart doc and his last name whatever yeah he
2: meant like the he had a guru that he learned under and like he showed him his third eye perspective so basically just this brown eye yeah now he just (laughs) runs a scam of getting young hot girls and he changes all their names Yep. So yep. it's like an, So like he is the animal strip club owner. Like, oh, your name's Maria? Nah. No, yeah. it's like Tasia.
1: All of them have gotten boob jobs. Yeah. Every single what? one of them. Yep. Uh, and then also, his name also means... One with the Lord, or yeah. Lord itself. <laughs> yeah. Like and so, like he, he says, when I touch you, you gain my enlightenment. You become as enlightened as me.
0: That is insanity. <laughs> I feel like this an, is, you just have to watch it.
1: Man. I feel like and an asshole. I, so.
2: I feel like an asshole. I'm like, yeah, call me DBJ. You know, like try to be funny, and I'm like, these guys are naming stuff. Like, I'm part of the Lord and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I
0: mean, how many Jesuses do we know? You know what I mean? <laughs> I still. <laughs> Sorry, I stay. I, had to. I
2: stay up until I stayed up till three in the morning finishing this, just eating popcorn, drinking some energy drinks. Like, you, I was like, I guarantee, like some of these people might be my cousins, because <laughs> I grew up. I grew up on a farm, and I was like, yeah, I've seen some shit like that before. Man,
1: Whew. heard I heard the farms where it goes down, especially in China.
2: I, uh, <laughs> they re. Uh, they said uh, they reopened that supposedly that market again today. They just do what they want. Yeah. Like, but I'm, also
0: they, they like really have like the worst health standards. Like I feel like you no know no sanitation
1: at yeah. all. They don't they don't care how you get it to the public. Yeah. They just want that money. Yeah. Yukaza.
0: And it doesn't matter if, you know, the city in which this starts, you know, contains a biochemical chemical weapons lab, but you know.
1: If people don't understand that this world is ran by the mobs and mafias and cartels of the yeah. world, what what world have they been living on these movies aren't fake like no. they might be fake but they're based off of shit that actually happens that's no. really going on out there yeah. and, and if they're controlling certain politicians and these politicians are the same politicians that are putting out our laws these politicians are also politicians that own stock and stakes and companies come on man like how do they, they know put to, two and two together how do
2: they know to cash out their stocks yeah, yeah, absolutely. Same thing with nine eleven. How they know to cash out their stocks yeah. and take out a double insurance on the other building on, that, on the villas. that
0: just specifically had an addition to cover terrorism. And that was a three months before that happened. Oh, it was, it was like less happened. than that. It was like it was like thirty days beforehand. Yeah, it was like three weeks. Yeah, it was, yeah, before. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just a few weeks before it happened. They hey, were they're, like, "Yeah, we just want to now
2: cover this place for terrorism." Hey, this is Tom from Allstate. Hey, do you have terrorism insurance? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Yeah. I, okay. Khakis. Yeah. Come on, you want your yeah.
1: khakis, Tom. Yeah. Well, you better put them on. I need that terrorism.
0: <laughs> We're gonna strap I'd, them on, you. I need that terrorism insurance. You got, you know, you got, but like specifically planes, right? Like, uh, <laughs> you got that, right?
1: Well, let's. What throw, about uh,
0: controlled demolition?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say let's throw in a controlled demolition yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, maybe a, a couple of uh, loans for some thermonanomite. What's uh, that? Burns uh, for. Yeah. six months.
0: Exactly. Oh, you
2: call it, yeah, you call a guy like, hey, you know a guy who can get some... Thir- thir- oh, you do? Okay. I need yeah. to place an order. And that's the funny part is, like you said, they were run by the mobs, but I still believe, I think it was TC told us a long time ago, there's always a, a, a meeting, a secret meeting among... I can't think of the name what they're called on the top of my head. Bilderbergs? Uh, oh, yeah, the, the Bilderberg the, group. The, yeah, yeah, Bilderberg. There's yeah. the
1: Bilderbergs and then the Bohemian... Uh, the Bohemian Grove. Yeah, the Bohemian Grove. Yeah, I,
2: I honestly believe in that because you got to think about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, because most presidents bow down to the wealth, right? Because the wealth, like the Koch brothers, they help them get elected. Yeah. So everything's going to come down to getting an election. Yeah. And then that's right now we're seeing a president where I, I, don't even, I don't know what side of the world he's on. Like he just does whatever he wants to do. But he's one of the very few because, you know, uh, there's an old Alabama song, Roosevelt's going to save us all. Remember, it's a, yeah. it's a great line, right? and then now we have so many people um, that put him on this hierarchy and, and I don't actually think they understand that like like he's literally lying on on I have been watching that um, on Twitter they have the live on even YouTube they'll show the live conf- the conference of uh, oh yeah and I watch it the the,
0: the, the daily briefings and yeah, stuff and like then that, I watch yeah. the
2: doctor come up go fuck <laughs>
1: yeah <sighs> he, Trump is like the Van Wilder of presidents like he's he's yeah, the he's the that's the Ryan actually that's actually yeah yeah like
0: Deadpool I mean like, he's he, he's by far the most comedic president we've ever had intentionally oh, sure. comedic
2: He's like will Ferrell off campaign he has no <laughs> idea what he's yeah, doing Yeah He just up there like yeah just Yeah what do you what do you need me to say Yep He's Ron Burgundy make sure I mean, you don't mess with pre- the teleprompter pre-
0: Presidents in general play a role of representative what's up for grabs is what they're representing. yeah, and and the representation that 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 they put off. Now, it's not it's not uncommon knowledge that presidents have uh, current and past, have pushed specific agendas that happen to align with financing. The thing that is so interesting, though, about Trump being in office, is that he was one of the first presidents to actually make millions. I'm not saying he came from nothing. I will not say that. He got a million-dollar loan from his dad. However, he was a millionaire before getting the presidency. Everyone else was a millionaire post-presidency. And Okay, so maybe an exception being uh, a couple of folks – Bill Clinton, maybe, um, Bush, and George possibly. W. Bush. Yeah, that, and, but they also come from <coughs> dynasty-type families. Well,
2: the only other ones that have the chance of <laughs> is like... Reagan,
0: though. Well... I don't know Reagan that he was, was a millionaire. He was famous, but I don't know that he was really a millionaire back but then. But
2: if certain senators are right now the same way with senators... Like, yes, if you absolutely. Through, if they run, yeah, like Mitt Romney was a millionaire, um, yeah. and um, John Kerry was. Uh, that was because of who he married also. Yeah. Um, that was the uh, Heinz uh, fortune, yes. I believe, right? Yep, yep. So, and it's, and he is right because like, like I never liked Trump even from the apprentice and I saw the meme the other day was great. You guys always wanted to, you wanted a reality star as your president. Now we're playing a game. It's called survivor. Yeah. yeah. And it made <laughs> yeah. I, this made me laugh.
1: Or the hunger games. Yeah. Hunger games. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We covered that map and then me and juice were arguing about it and they were like, pick who would you pick from your state to represent? And I was, I was like my wife and they're like, why would you pick your wife? I was like, I don't know just thought it'd be funny there's there's another movie She's in better shape than i am
1: <laughs> there's another movie that is similar to the hunger games and i actually think it's better um it it has it it's it stands for a word that we actually use now um but it's like where you can uh god i knew i was gonna mess this up anyways i'll just explain charlie it.
2: and the chocolate factory because <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like that right
1: hostile no, hostile. <laughs> Good god. I'm not talking about Apocalypse track, now. Uh, no, it it came out around the same time
0: as The Hunger Games. Oh, you're thinking of Divergent. Divergent. Yeah, yep. for Christ's sake. Cuz I I know you, bro. Yeah.
2: Di- yeah, I didn't That's that girl from the from she was on um uh 17 and pregnant on Nickelodeon or something. The girl that's actually stars it out. Sorry, really? I, I didn't just know, know
0: that. Oh, the Shailene Woodley. I think yeah. her name is. She used to play did on you, the show. Yeah. Which, you, did you see her go out to the but when the Standing Rock protests were happening? Um, I did. Yeah. When, I when, when the when the pipelines were like supposed she, to come through yeah, town, she got arrested. Uh, yeah, she got arrested, but she she like literally was just out there in the way filming herself. She wasn't helping anyone in any way. Like there were way there were tons of like. Actual media outlets there from both sides, like, um, like reporting on it. And then she just goes out there and starts filming herself and just gets in the way of people. Like just is completely rude. And then she's like, I'm being oppressed. It's standing rock. I'm just here to stand with the natives and the natives are like, "What's this rich white bitch doing here. <laughs> it's, it's publicity, son.
2: Yeah. Right. So sucks. Out. I have a, I have a movie conspiracy theory. Mm, let's hear it. So I love those. if you go through and watch, you might not have seen this movie and, and I have, so it's in the original Charlie and the chocolate factory, right? Mm-hmm. The, it's it's basically snowpiercer which stars stars Chris Evans. I know Snowpiercer. Yeah, so they're saying that that's a continuation of that movie. Um there's I actually there's a 15 What movies again say again. Uh, w- The original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory oh, and then wow. Snowpiercer.
1: It's been a minute since I've seen Snowpiercer. That came out a Yeah, while in a ago. in
2: a future where a failed climate change experience has killed all life except for the lucky few who board the snow a train that travels around the globe, a new class system emerges. So they have to basically see who's going on this train who's gonna to go to the new. So it's kinda of like this like Charlie and Charlotte Factors oh. it was like a kid's movie, but it was theory like about classism right yeah because you know grandpa doesn't want to go back to bed that's why he knows charlie's going to do stuff to the little or willie's going to do stuff to charlie in order to keep his fortune right mm-hmm. and grandpa oh. doesn't want to go back to that four-person bed yeah mm-hmm. so you know you got to give up your kid a green every yeah. night
0: and the rich bitch doesn't appreciate it yep. and uh you know and then you got the midwestern american you've got the bratty little shit the little uh, uh you got the kid room. that
2: watches tv all the time yeah yeah so it's set in 2031 Asshole. the entire world is frozen Asshole. except in the people aboard snowpiercer for 17 years the world's survivors are on a train hurdling around the globe creating their own economy class system led by chris evans a group of lower class citizens living in a squalor at the back of the train are determined to get to the front of the train and spread the wealth around I oh, again. so
1: okay. I was, I was way too young when I watched that. I didn't.
2: Yeah, that sounds that. interesting. Yeah, that's essentially
0: you know um, the grassroots movement that was, you know, Willy Wonka. Uh, Charlie makes it to the most rich and prestigious, you know, pedophile around.
2: Yeah, yeah. I say good day, sir. I said good day. Like when that dude, like when when Gene Wilder goes crazy, and the grandpa's still standing there, and I'm just like. I be mean, a grandpa. We gotta go. Like he's like he has half a sink over there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We gotta get the fuck out. Why does he have half of everything?
2: I
1: want to know why he has a fucking chocolate river.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's weird.
2: Yeah, that's uh, chocolate uh, river. Doesn't yeah. he say
0: it's that's, for oxidation of it's the chocolate? Symbolic, right. Symbolic, in yeah. my opinion.
2: Quite possibly. Yeah, because I I saw this I a long sure time ago, and and I, and I not too many people seen both um both seeing it. Because, um, it, it, I was reading about it like last January. It's uh, Luke Palmer. This guy makes a compelling case that Boon Joon Ho Snowpiercer is actually a sequel to the beloved 1971 film, uh, Willie in a chocolate factory. They're both two movies by groups of people that work their way through a large, fantastic structure. So they think Bon Un, who was a director and writer of it, like basically made a modern one, but never... Took a little nuances. Uh, about oh, it.
0: he kept the themes the same, but just kind of switched it around. Instead of a chocolate factory, it's a train, and instead of it being chocolate, it's snow.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to watch that again. You just made that super interesting,
0: <laughs> but but at the same time, like a train, it's got to like you know go through tunnels still got that weird kind of like so there's a yeah there's the same there's reddits okay there's
2: (laughs) there's reddits and youtube um there's reddits and youtube that kind of go through this and there's a certain character in there at the end i think it's another uh, old man the way willy wonka is and that's kind of where they're like there's this figurehead at the end really kind of controlling everything so it's it's pretty cool hmm. I like things like that because it, I like when things come out many years later and you're like no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like so that's a remake of this I'm like it can't be
0: it's kind of like the Tarantino universe like I'm really not a Tarantino guy but I think it's cool that like he was able to set all of his uh, movies in the same universe well
2: why didn't you like Tarantino not not staying in a negative way, but
0: uh he I think that he there's video uh photographic evidence of him doing weird things with children.
2: Uh not only that, yeah. but also the way he treated Uma Thurman. Oh, I I haven't heard about that. So in Kill Bill, right, she's she's driving the car and it wrecks or whatever. And like Oh, she, I may have heard something
0: about She's this. fucked
2: up and he's like trying to cover it up and trying to talk her into doing it again because he's a very, you know, demanding whatever, but I'm like Dude, she just got knocked out. Yeah. So there's instances like that, and then, you know, I hadn't heard that part about... I mean, I'm not shocked if it had... You know.
0: Yeah, well, it's... Okay, so it's basically... It's a photo of uh, him with a leg and foot in his mouth, like, he, like he's sucking on someone's toes. And someone actually did the forensic evidence of the photograph and determined that um, his arm length relative to the length of the leg and the foot uh, shows that it's probably of a human between the ages of uh, seven and ten years old. And uh, it looked like it was aboard an aircraft, which might be Epstein's aircraft, uh, because his name is on the flight log, and that's a whole nother rabbit hole if you want to if you want to do that deep dive. So we're we're gonna kind of touch on that just a little bit. I just okay. watched Hook last
1: night. Yeah. With, with Robin Williams. Yeah. Forgot how great of a movie that was, first of all. Um but I wa I got to thinking. I still think the way that he died was just odd.
0: Who? Robin Williams. Yeah.
1: Like you'd never heard of anything that he had done like that like ever before. Yeah. All this stuff that's been coming out with these pedophilias and these uh people who are who have been in the industry yeah and who have um been with these big names these big producers or mm-hmm. whatever and we all know robin williams huge heart loves imagination yeah um i don't know i'm not gonna say he did or didn't but i feel like the way that he died wasn't wasn't him i don't know him yeah but by watching him on a screen and, and listening to him talk and just interviews and yeah uh,
0: just other stuff it just didn't seem right are you saying robin didn't kill himself
1: robin did not yes he in did in fact kill himself yes he did
2: yeah
0: you i think I.
2: so I'm, I, a, I'm a manic depressant yeah i i, I like, he's like real bad manic depressant right very manic depressant suicidal at times right i can see a hundred percent 99% of the time you be like BJ's a very fun guy but yeah there's times where I still struggle with like I don't want to be here yeah so that's where I but in but that is Hollywood though and I'm, I consider myself somewhat of a regular person but I can see the Hollywood part of it but who who knows how many chemicals that he tried to take medicine yeah. eventually it's just like Anthony Bourdain like why did he kill himself
0: yeah I I think that I I I, I get I get what you're saying, and you know he did you know he spent a lot of time around Disney being the genie mm-hmm. and stuff he he could have seen some stuff that would have possibly made him um you know a target for certain people, although I do think that he, the fact that he did have uh strong mental health issues um i think probably uh makes it a little bit less. Um, hard to believe that he would he would do that although you know and and he was and you know like a lot of people um with that it's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows you know what i mean um so I, I i don't know i think that you certainly bring up an interesting point but uh but i think that uh more than likely he probably you know yeah, just yeah. just didn't want to. Do it's it. A, it, I know depression is it's a huge, yeah. it's yeah. a real thing. It's,
2: it's a it's, hu- yeah, it sucks because like I I was supposed to be in mess a long time ago, and I had my kids, and I was at some soccer or something. My kids scored a goal, and I was like, cool. And I was just like, so you battle with the highs, but you got to deal with the lows. Yeah, right. And but the AP had a big effect on that though because I changed like my relationships with a lot of people, and then I was always surrounded by yeah such a positive person and yeah you want that's around, a huge part of it for you sure. want to be around other people who deal with it so you can have a support system but you can't constantly be around them yeah because then you're just like boo, boo. yeah so you like hook hook freak me out man it no it anytime a very... bunch of little kids run around dudes scares me so, sorry okay
1: so this is this is the reason why i thought that i'm, yeah. I'm all about symbolism and there yeah. is a ton of symbolism and it, it, i believe it is a disney movie hook yeah. oh yeah um and when i say that it has it has symbolism that uh, refers to the the pedophilia symbolism that you can go find on google interesting um, and then uh like the secret society symbolisms uh pyramids uh references towards the sun um and it's literally peter pan is literally about pan the god yeah the nymph yeah. Um Slayer, essentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um which niff doesn't just mean yeah. grown. I mean that's yeah. n- boys, girls of all ages. So yeah. well, um I'm well, just
2: what is this obsession with and not this is two part questions for you guys. What's the obsession with with power and pedophilia you think, whether it's boys or, little boys or girls? The other comment was about Tarantino you brought up. Yeah. There's this article from the rap.com, a website I go on from January 7th, 2020. Why does once upon a time in Hollywood feature so many real life pedophiles?
1: I have not got to watch that yet.
2: Well, I I believe uh,
0: they're referring to the characters in the in the, not necessarily the actors, but the
2: the uh, the, characters. the characters. Yes, <laughs> the yeah. characters.
0: Um, I well because I I don't know. That's a that's a good question for Quentin Tarantino because, because
2: you just you brought that up and then like it was the characters is based on was. Um, uh, includes timothy oliphant in a supporting role as james stacy an actor in real life western tv show lancer starring leonardo dicaprio's fictional character Rick dalton in the film who is a serial pedophile stacy who is my great uncle in 1995 pleaded no contest unless an 11 year old girl and served six years in prison although he had a charming role in tarantino's latest film stacy has long been the villain my family's once upon a time
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that's a great question for Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. I think that that is uh, one that maybe he should answer. And I think that it's something that, um, you know, if it wasn't Quentin Tarantino, I don't think anyone else would have been able to do that. I feel like he has this weird creative sort of people are like oh that's just tarantino oh, he, that, oh that oh that's just tarantino you know or I mean?
2: he has a bunch of stuff like you said like he's worked with some of the most powerful actors and he, yeah. worked, he worked with actors when they were on the downside too yep i mean uh friends with harvey weinstein john john travolta i mean he mm-hmm. you know john travolta also really weird dude nice guy just bad with masseuses <sighs> <laughs> and also, watch any of his social media,
0: and it's the weirdest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> Him and Garth Brooks both are weird as hell. And shout out to your mom's house for bringing that to my attention. Like, I mean, um, he like, has yeah. plastic surgery. Yeah,
1: I mean, his head is like man, weirdly has no hair. Any man that has plastic surgery that yeah. much, I understand reconstruction and, and like all that from accidents. Yeah, but to do it because you think you're ugly and you're mo- and you're losing your figure. Yeah, come on, bro. Yeah, uh, but to answer your question on my end, um. The, uh, the, the obsession towards pedophilia and power itself is a connection towards what I think is like ritual-based stuff. Personally, I do believe in God, but I believe God is just energy. That's, I mean, if you think of what can be male, female, and everywhere at all times, when you're looking at things logically, obviously this is a metaphysical-based thing, but energy, in my opinion, is the closest connection. So that's yeah. what I believe in, and that's what I think this is. And when you're doing certain things, we ourselves as humans, we are energy beacons. And um, you could say, like, for example, when people are depressed, that's when the negative parts of the energy fields are
0: the strongest,
1: the strongest, and essentially taking away from the positive side of things. Um, And then, you know, you met AP, like you said, and the positivity was brought back. You see it from a different perspective, from a different light, and it gives you another way to look for positivity, which then is attracted towards you and then plays from you from that point on. Um, So it's the same thing when it comes to rituals. Uh, And I say this also because I had a mushroom experience where I'm pretty sure I went through a ritual, this ancient... Egyptian looking being came out of nowhere and started chanting some language I've never heard before. And I don't know any other languages, but I started chanting along with it. And I don't know if that was like my passage to go on for the, for the trip or if it was just, you know, my mind from what I know and what I believe, I don't know. But, um, I believe that these rituals are real and it, it gives them a source of power. And when you do these rituals, whether it's in um, gods or religions, those are entities where these energy beacons are far greater than us individual humans. When us individual humans are together as one, our energy beacon, in my yeah. opinion, is bigger than m- almost anything in the universe. Yeah. And But that's why I feel like we are being separated. Our energy beacons are now so far apart isolated and then they're being manipulated with all these different thoughts and all these different sides and choices that you can choose from that it's all out of whack nobody knows what to be yeah who to choose Hmm. and then tribalism starts to come in and uh groups and i mean it just it just it's well and
0: and and so so i think that uh i definitely tend to agree with you on on the metaphysical side of things i think that um, you know, that those who have the most power, what else is there to take power from? You have money from your competitors. You have, you know, you have probably power in your household. You more than likely have, and, and, and I'm talking about the elites, like like the top of the 1%, like more than just the 1%. I'm talking about, you know, just anyone with a billionaire maybe. Uh, when you have power over every other aspect of your life, you know, you start to find entertainment in really weird places. I think that there's more than enough factual trends that can sort of that can um, back that up, and and Epstein's Island is one of those. Although I think the most important um, uh, correlation between power and pedophilia is that there is a correlation at all. You know what I mean? Like, like the, there's a reason why um, a lot of powerful people have been linked to pedophilia but now not to say that it's only powerful people because there's not everyone has has heard a story or seen something in their local newspapers at some point about someone who's been um, apprehended and and tried
2: for molestation or whatever the uh my father my real father really served two consecutive 20 years sentences for molestation oh my Lord. it wasn't me
0: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> i always have to say that because i get that look like yeah yeah but his was over his daughter and stepdaughter. It was a pure, dominant, powerful thing. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it came from. So they started almost like a, not a cult, but they started this trend, right? Someone had bestowed, did something to him, right? Yeah. Yep. And so, and it was a power thing. And, uh, and I think it started from his father his father and then it went to the brothers and then then it just said this happened to me i'm gonna show my dominance over everybody yes and i googled it and read his appeal and the things that he did and i was like dude i'm doing pretty good in life
1: yeah do you know what's interesting about that is that is the way of the spartans that's essentially what the spartans did they but it wasn't in this type of way it was it was more welcoming back then like the spartans they regularly did things with younger boys and the Um, greeks also correct
2: yeah oh yeah the greeks
1: uh i mean that era alone
2: greeks were very flamboyant about it yeah if i remember reading about that yeah yeah they were the um bathhouse uh, the originators of the bathhouse correct yeah Yeah, i believe so yep
1: so but that that whole like that that whole uh perception that's that's been around but it was a dominance thing it taught them dominance Mm -hmm. it taught them who their leader was and then it taught them when it was their turn then they got to do it to whoever was next yeah it's no different than being on a football team and
2: going
0: through your freshman initiation or you know whatever it might be and well
2: that's gotten weird now oh jesus
0: and and also here's a couple other really interesting angles uh kind of getting back to your ritualistic um sort of uh point um Child sacrifice, ritual child sacrifice, has been around for thousands of years, mm-hmm. um, and it has been justified in the means of obtaining the blood of children. And um, it has it's it is factual knowledge that there is a um, compound that is created once um, young blood is adrenalized, called adrenochrome. Um, Google it. Look it up. Um, actually, B- BJK, can I have you yep. pull that up right now? Oh. Um, What's it called? Uh, adrenochrome. A-D-R-E-N-O-C-H-R-O-M-E. Now, a lot of you are probably going to look this up on a program the, called Chrome.
2: Uh, adrenochrome effects?
0: Uh, you, Yeah, you, you can look up effects or you can look up just adrenochrome. Um, adrenochrome is a compound that comes from adrenalized blood and it is believed that um and also stated by several high ranking members of of Hollywood including um, Mel Gibson has openly said that that children's blood is a currency almost and it is a fountain of youth for the elites um whether it be specifically
1: virgin like just virgin adrenalized blood, blood, blood. alone because they release the most adrenaline when you've already when, when you've had sex and you're not a virgin anymore yeah your adrenaline is released differently it, yeah it's, it's not the same i'm sorry not your and not, i not released, for
0: for anyone listening to this that um uh, maybe doesn't want to hear any dark subjects kind of just uh forewarned this is kind of a dark conversation however i think it uh may be a little bit more relevant than we want to realize um Ooh. what's that what would you
2: uh, find over there? <laughs> uh, down the rabbit hole with the uh, COVD-19 conspiracy theorist. And guess what came up on it?
0: Uh, that the same lab that that um, yep. adrenochrome, uh, studies COVID-19 also produces adrenochrome. Which I've
1: heard is owned by George Soros as uh,
2: well. S- s- today I found down a rabbit hole of rabid Trump supporters who are convinced COVID-19 is both a hoax and also Trump's greatest moment as president. He acted decisively. Apparently, while also knowing that the COVID nineteen is a Hollywood liberal elite cover up.
0: I I, I don't know if that's that seems awfully one sided because I do think that COVID nineteen and coronavirus are two very real things. I, I don't I don't necessarily prescribe to the idea that it is a cover up. Um, however, I do think it is very very interesting that the same lab that produces Adrenochrome, um, which is verifiable, um, look it up um, in Wuhan, China um is in wuhan china uh and also connected to the biochemistry lab that is also in wuhan china which is where coronavirus generated i think that's very very weird um so i mean i i i'm not gonna say it's a cover-up because i i don't know enough like i'm one of those guys who prescribes to the fact that i don't know shit about anything. Because honestly, I don't even know if we're sitting in a room right now talking. You know what I mean? This is this <laughs> like, point, yeah. you, you know what I mean? And and that's just, uh, uh, I constantly question everything. And so, um, however, I do think it's that some uh, information that correlates is very, very um, interesting and should be explored by those independently to determine their own you know concepts. I'm not going to tell you what to think. but yeah, look it, it up.
2: So one point part of it is is like the Hollywood liberal is is they're addicted to this. Yes, and then that's that's that, one of the common beliefs. Yeah. And then that's why like people some of the Hollywood elite are looking pale right now because they cannot get to this.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. And I honestly don't think it is just. I don't think there's. It, we shouldn't put liberal we we shouldn't put republican yeah. i don't i it that's not i i don't i don't think that yeah. has anything to do with it i think these people because personally i don't think that in these people's minds these liberals who are in who are in office these republicans who, who are in office they're just playing a role yeah because they are they're all they're playing for
0: the team they were drafted by
1: yeah they were all very wealthy you know look at the nba let's let's break this down for everybody when you yeah. look at the nba they're all friends at the end of the day they're all millionaires right playing basketball yeah why would the pol? why would politics be any different there's yeah. two teams these people are on the same team they're just yeah picking they're playing sides. in the
0: same league they're playing on different teams yes
1: and because they own these corporations and they own all these other things that are involved these sides give them money and yeah when they create
0: these, yeah, think arguments. book deals. There, yeah. there, there, there's a reason why there's a reason why politicians, once they get out of office, make millions on book deals. They make millions on speaking events. They make Jesus, uh, Obama hundreds
1: gets, of thousands of dollars. Obama got like four hundred thousand dollars per, uh, like one hour, maybe two hour. Michelle, uh, conversation.
2: Michelle, Michelle Obama was selling out arenas. Yeah, for her book tour, arenas.
0: Yeah.
1: And and okay so now let's, let's Got that
2: from Bill Burr by the way. Yeah.
1: Let's yeah. go back to the whole ritual thing now. Now think 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 of these energy beacons that I was talking about and think about yeah. how many energy beacons are in this one area where this massive energy beacon who might be Oprah or in this case um yeah. or even a Trump Michelle rally, Obama or a Trump rally. Um, these are also places like where these people are getting more powerful for yeah. Lack well, of a it's better
0: it's Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's resonance. It's energy resonance. The more, you know, just thinking logically, the more resonators you can get in one area to produce a specific energy if you can direct all of those resonators to have the same energy and 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 project that for a long amount of time you know concerts uh there's there's reasons why you know uh, millions of people gather at mecca to pray and why millions of people gather at vatican to pray Mm -hmm. those places are empty right now they there is no one there. I mean, let, not in the numbers that they would be otherwise, Yeah, you know, and, um, that's, that's a very interesting thing that, you know, um, uh, and, and like you said, um, you know, k- kind of symbolism is, is, is melted into all of it, whether we want to be aware of it or not, yeah. it's there next, you know, next time, there's you see a reason why there were children in cages at the Super Bowl exact, halftime show. The
1: next time you see a, A show on tv that has to do with some type of music from a uh probably be a fairly big star that would be on there uh you're going to see symbols you're going to see pyramids you're going to see all-seeing eyes you're going to see um references towards the sun uh, certain references that just you're going to why is that even in there yeah why did why were there cages and kids in those cages on a halftime show yeah and they they gave a reference towards it but isn't that a little weird? Like- yeah.
0: It's very weird, especially when the Super Bowl is one of the highest, um, highly most highly active trafficking human trafficking events in the world every year. Mm. Um, same thing with the World Cup when it rolls around. Same mm-hmm. thing with the Olympics, mm. which was set to happen this year. Um, it sucks, but unfortunately and statistically, um, human trafficking, uh, and you have to throw child trafficking in there, um spikes every time one of these events happens and uh you know um to say that there's a it's it's very speculative and very kind of um uh iffy and kind of um out there to to think that there's a correlation between the two but but it's the fastest growing um black market in the world do you know child trafficking is the fastest
1: growing black market in the world do you know uh where vampires and dracula came from you know the count uh what was that guy's name? Uh Vlad the Impaler. Hmm. He was thought to drink blood. Yeah. Uh and n- normally uh
2: hit the bottom of it. Boom. Yeah, it's All probably right. loose. Uh, My bad.
1: Normally um he would he, he would get blood from from younger people uh where he would get adrenochrome.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this was. uh, I was looking this up. It was in Hunter S. Thompson's book. It was mentioned in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah,
0: he he actually uh, uh, Johnny Depp playing Hunter S. Thompson in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas actually drinks actually takes a a, um, droplet or two of Adrenochrome and just flips out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this
2: is. It's also based in the book uh, novel Clockwork. Clockwork Orange, the fear, the fear of the Walking Dead. Here's something that's also um, is it is unscheduled by the Controlled substance Act, of the United States. It is not an approved drug product by the Food and Drug Administration, and if processed as a dietary supplement, it must comply with good manufac good manufacturing products. Not yeah, excellent. like the ones from China. Good. <laughs> yes, um, and so much you guys brought up. This is very when you said something about keeping people apart and energies and stuff. And so we went to Tennessee. It was one of those things you have to go, instead of $200 a night, it's $58 for the whole trip, but you have to listen to the sales pitch. So they kept trying to sell us on Timeshare a, or something? Yeah, timeshare. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And I'm a master salesperson, so I- Gave uh, it back to him? Oh, yeah. Well, I actually spoke truth, and I was just like, he was like, well, which one would you like? I was like, I think the one- be- if we did this, would be the one bedroom. And he was like, or why would you want one bedroom? You got two boys, and you know, you could get the three, and I was like- and I was like, here's where the problem is. Like, everywhere you go, you guys want to separate everybody. Like, so what's what's the point? Like, I was the happiest when me and my family lived in a uh, 800 square foot apartment. Why? Because we were together and we bonded and we had the energy together. Now everybody's scattered. Everyone's in their own room. And it was just so weird how he kept saying, like, hey, you know, you can, they have their own room, their own Wi Fi. I was like, no, nah, man. I was like, if you go on vacation, it's supposed to take a break from and come together. And it's and it's weird. Is everything that it does is tries to try to separate you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, watching Hook last night, the way that Captain Hook got Robin Williams to become Pan again was he separated him from his kid, and his kid was already mad at him because Robin or Peter in the movie missed his baseball game, and so he was he was pissed. Um, so Hook found no knew that separated him from his dad and manipulated him and told him things that made him want to be hook's son rather than his dad's son and for what you're saying that's 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 the same thing that's happening in the world today yeah. with all these politics and all these religions and all this crazy stuff that's going on people picking sides um race all that stuff i mean yeah. it's the same exact thing that's going on they're 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 breaking people apart yeah and they're putting manipulations in their head to keep them apart yeah for 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 what yeah for ego and in pride and for for reasons they don't even know yeah and in, in in my opinion it comes back to tribalism it comes back to we've had technologies essentially for what maybe 150 years Like, when I say technology, stuff that has really propelled us. Um, How old are our brains? How long were we in tribes? We were in tribes for thousands of years. Our brains developed knowing that we lived in tribes and that there were certain things we had to watch for to stay alive. And all of a sudden, we got fucking TVs in front of us and video games and titties and asses and (laughs) And all kinds of other stuff that (laughs) – are separating everybody into these groups because they understand the people who are out there controlling things understand that our brains are still stuck in the old tribal days. Yeah. And we we, we to need be to be have a, par- a tribe. Yes, yeah. we want to be a part of groups. We want to have a tribe. And yeah. when we get cast out of a tribe, our brains automatically think, Oh, we're dead. We we can't live well, without
2: a- Well, think about it this way, the invention of the T V right, is like why did we have to have why why did they tell us that the wife had to stay home? Why did they tell us that I have to go to work with a briefcase? Yeah. Yep. Why do we have to have a kid, one boy, one girl, one yep, dog? Yep. Like well, they told us how our life should go. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. And we stared at the TV's like that that's where I have to go. It's called not programming for yeah. a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and it took me years like I you know, maybe because I grew up poor and I, I'm so thankful I grew up shitty. So thankful cuz it broke all that stuff like that um, glass around me shattered. and I'm like, wait a second. Cause I would go spend time. When my friends had money and I was like, like you're programmed what you have to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're going to go to school. Then you're going to go to college and then you're going to get this job. Then you're going to meet the love of your life. And then you're going to post these pictures of how your life's perfect. Like, is that what you want to do? Or is that what you're programmed? from your family to do
0: yeah and and then the part that they don't tell you is that uh, you're going to want to spend more time at the bar than you do at home Um, you're going to forget how to connect with people because you're with someone you think you want to be with and not that you actually, or, you think mm-hmm. you want to be with not someone you actually do want to be with. Or if you're
2: busy, go to McDonald's. It's okay to feed your kid, yeah. feed whoever this food. It's okay because look, everybody's smiling. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And that's,
0: yeah, exactly. And then that's where the disconnect from self happens. You, you start to, you start to compare yourself to the external instead of, uh, internally criticizing the self. And you know, once we stop, there was a certain point where society decided that we needed to start externalizing our complaints instead of um, internalizing our praise. We we decided that in order to make things change, that someone else needed to change to make our lives better instead of... Um, looking within to decide what we could change. You know, if 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 uh you know you you don't like something within your PTA, then maybe don't show up and start complaining. Maybe you need to start participating. And you know what I mean? Like that's just one example. Obviously, I'm not <laughs> a Come parent on. and i'm not in in any type of education on, that, but i can, yeah. no one knows exactly. how to do
2: that
1: though yeah, yeah. because we don't know we've how to been given everything we, we don't do. know how to talk no yeah that and and we've got stuff already built for us we have yeah. food already made for us we because what
2: what we do is we start throwing things out of our pocket well i paid it my kids pay to go to this school my yeah. kid my kid does this yeah i'm like fuck your kid yeah i'm like it's you yeah they're like and it, i heard someone saying i was listening to jim Cornette podcast which i'm a big wrestling fan and he's just like is this why like everybody's under 25 is a bunch of pussies and i was like is it it was like people are raising the kids it's not yeah it's not yeah. the kids yep like because people are like oh someone i have two boys 15 and 16 they're like ah oh, man it must be hard raising your kid I'm like no no it's not It's like they're not shitheads yeah. yeah i mean like Do you know how
1: many people have asked have said like oh man it's got to be hard for you guys staying at home with the kids and everything uh, no, they're doing it, the, dude, dude.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've met I'm both good. of your guys kids, and they're the coolest. <laughs> Seriously, my I, I don't have kids of my own, but if but if I'm like, hey, if you had to spend two hours with someone's kids, who they'd probably be be your
2: your kids as cool as shit. My kid, my kid would be like, you need me to pick you up, call me, yeah, yeah, need- and he wouldn't tell anybody your yeah. kids
1: are down i yeah I strive for my kids because to be i didn't have a
2: i i had my stepfather came in when i was 18 years old and he was awesome he taught me how to be a man man you know and actually i taught me how to be married kind of maybe i don't know anyways but but like most part, my mom raised me so i'm sensitive as fuck yeah like i'll you know and then like I, same yeah like i'll watch something and i'm like why am i crying yeah and Dude. but on the other side <laughs> But on the other side of it, though, is like, it's instinct to be a parent. Like, you have to let that instinct go. Yeah. And someone's like, did you ever hit your kids? And it's like, no. They're like, see, that's what's wrong. You're not spanking kids. And I was like, I was like, I was beat by my real father. You know what made me feel like? I can't wait to hit somebody else. Yeah. Violence begets violence. I don't care what you say. Yeah. You do. the Same thing we just talked about, creating that culture of uh, revenge. Like yeah. I would get spanked, and then as soon as I off punishment, I'd find my brother, and bam, just fucking yep. what's you that take for? It out on somebody I was like yeah. you didn't get hit like I got hit, yeah, and so you know, I still punish my kids and, and, and discipline, but I actually talked to them. most fathers didn't know how to talk to their kids, yeah, they're always like, uh, you have to ask your mom, and you're like, yeah,
1: yeah, or and, and you said earlier uh, just a few minutes ago, uh how people. Uh, how like like the kids are so soft today because of how people are raising them. But I think it's the lack of people raising them. The, yeah, pe- people are working so much uh, to live in these communities that are nice to give their kids uh, these these great educations. Which is, I'm doing the same thing. I got lucky, and my situation is it's really it's it's butter. I work on the weekends, forty hours. I could see my kids four days a week. Not everybody's like that, but I honestly think it's the lack of. Uh, parents, um, not that they don't necessarily want to be parents, but they're so busy doing everything else, mm-hmm. thinking that the uh, luxuries in life are what their kids are going to remember them for. Or, and I think going on vacations are very important. So, and those are expensive. You, I mean, a I personally parents, think
2: they're stupid, but me and my wife differ. I just think experience. <laughs> she gets so pissed at me <laughs> when I say it.
1: I just think it's where we're going, like the experience itself, like feeling. I, maybe it's just me but when i'm by an ocean i am a completely different person like the energy that you that i feel we'll there see is, that's a va- okay it's right, insane you
2: have to define a vacation all right so to me a vacation is this we rent a condo or we rent something i walk out of the back door there's the ocean we have nothing to do that's it we're not we're we're not gonna go walk the boardwalk for six hours to see the local arts and crafts, <laughs> All right, we're not gonna go spend two hundred fucking dollars at the ocean restaurant. All right, right. right. Like I want to do nothing. Like when we went to South Carolina, to me that was vacation. It was called Foley Island, one of the dopest places I've ever been. Our house, there was the house, street, house, ocean. Eight o'clock in the morning, walk over there this morning. So used to drink, <laughs> set my beer down and just throw a blanket over my face and the kids play in the ocean. I was so recharge when I came back. Mm-hmm. We just went to Tennessee for three and a half days. <sighs> Let's do this, 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 this. I'm like that's not a vacation. Like you're, you you want to go back and say oh well we went we did da 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 da. Right. To me is like you're saying what you're doing and you're not actually she's like we're trying to create a memory. I said stuff. I had more fun in the kids slept in the same room with us. We had two queen beds Married 20 years. Didn't have to worry about anything anyways. So we sit there and watch like sports center uh 30 for 30s we laughed and the boys hopped in bed with us and that was right it was the most fun i ever had we did nothing nothing yeah see that's one what you keep talking about we want to go these places and we keep separating like okay like like distract me right but if you go the ocean you're sitting there watching your kids play and it's just such a natural feeling right right yeah and
1: i was going to ask you so if so like my idea of a vacation, which we don't get to do this because these things cost a lot of money, especially with two kids. Um, but like going to like the Grand Canyon or to Italy, um, going to uh, Ireland and looking at and like looking at the natural wonders of the world, looking at these uh, this architecture that's been around for thousands of years, teaching your kids about history, like like actually doing something that you wouldn't do here so like go to tennessee and let's go to a restaurant and a movie and then go back to the hotel see to me the same thing i could do at home
2: see here's the thing is i've been blessed i've been to lake tahoe i've been to la i've been to san francisco i've been to new york i've been to every place in fucking florida i've been to i've been everywhere right and nothing ever made me feel like still that south carolina vacation was still number one and tennessee is sitting in in a hotel room is probably number two but you're right though I'd love to go to the Vatican. To me, it's like, where do we come from? Like, yeah. where do we evolve from? Yep. But not like, I don't want a touristy thing where they're, they're, you're walking you're around. I want to go explore.
1: Yeah, I want to discover it myself. Like,
2: yeah. And that's the whole thing is like, if, to me, I like, one of my dreams is to hop in my Jeep with my boys and just head west. No planning. Just drive mm-hmm. and then stop at a hotel for a night. And just stay there, and then and go this place. And one of my friends in L.A. Dorset, he was on the show the other a uh, couple of weeks ago, um, and he was talking about how he would just—he's like, "Yeah, I just went up in the mountains." Former uh, Iraq vet and real cool guy. And he, yeah, he lives a block away from Staples Center, but he'd rather be up in the mountains. To me, that's cool. Yeah, for sure. Do I like the mountains? No, I can't breathe up there. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but it's like we we try to find happiness in places. Where, where where they tell you to yeah like yeah. the cruise was stressful on the boat off the boat passport this the, it was stressful because it, yeah.
1: exactly like you said they're telling you where you can yeah. and can't go yeah you can you can go out into the city you know where if it's jamaica mm-hmm. or wherever um but for only so many hours. You're eating on a ship. Yeah. You're seeing the same people. The, the circulated, air yeah. circulated. Yeah.
0: They have to keep you wasted the whole time because, like, otherwise you're going to be like, I'm on this weird fucking yeah, boat. Of I'm in a little water. I don't I drink. could never, you know, How do you think I felt? Exactly. Oh, I
2: That'd yeah. be terrible. I kept drinking Red yeah. Bull to be like, I'll get through this. <laughs> and then and he just right. starts pacing like Rain Man. I <laughs> was. Wapner. <laughs> Wapner. I was trained because, like, oh, bacon's. Because they bring out bacon in a tray as big as this table. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, bacon
1: these are americans just put out the bacon they'll be all right yeah, and yeah, yeah yeah
2: that's the funniest part that's how you you're gonna cure racism is put them on a boat keep them alcohol filled and everybody just got along like you didn't even see any weird kind of like no nah, people are just drinking and yeah. then they would go on the island they were drinking and i'm just like man that's that's how you're gonna serve it everybody needs to be an alcoholic yeah because everybody gets everybody got along
1: <laughs> or a stoner.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Stoners are That's the three eleven cruise. Like I like the stoners. Like like the you know, people that get high and you can't tell, but you know, I like that. But it's it's the people that are like overdoing it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've been there. Like, I've hey been. man, I got this bong, it reaches the top of the ceiling. You're like, <laughs> Why? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why? I don't know, it'd be cool, man. I bought it in a head shop down there. It was eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> what? You could have bought nine tigers for that. The problem is I love America, right? And that's why I think that this this virus has evolved so much too. And it's because we have to have the best. Like, wow, well, we want the virus to kill everybody. And then we have to have... The, <laughs> <laughs> we want the deadliest virus. Oh and, then, my God. and then all of a sudden we have to like, hey, I just bought a new car. Oh, did you? Yeah, I just bought this car. And it'll actually drive itself. I'm like, why? It's like, I don't know. I just I They said it would... Just, yeah. that's, I bought a car. Don't want to drive it though. I'm gonna drive my own car. I'm gonna buy a car, drive self. And that's yes, the problem is, is people have too much money. It's called legs. Too much excess, and I just think we just need to take a step backwards. And that's and that's why I'm realizing as I'm getting older, like like I'm only 40, I'm not that old, but I'm like, man, I just want to slow down. Do you think what's happening right now could be that step back? I was back? just yeah. about
1: to say this could be that forced step back.
2: It's made me more creative. Like like i now I'm working with cameras, now I'm learning this program. Now I'm ch- I have time to chase my passions instead of chasing a check to pay the bills. Yeah. And, and and now it's like, and it's almost to the point like I'm not high risk, but I'm like right below high risk. If high risk was like 100%, I'm probably like at 85, right? Uh, so you never know like so you're just like hey i want to make sure that you know i don't know what's going to happen and but then again my mom's 63 and she's like i was like mom you know i think you should stay home not go to work she's like fuck that she's like i lived through everything and i was like great here we go <laughs> i was like mom like but i
1: walked in the snow three feet of snow i
2: survived With the no blizzard. she goes i survived the blizzard i survived the divorce and i survived you know pops <laughs> yeah Pop, pops is passing and i'm just like mom but you live in my house though yeah <laughs> she's like I'll be in the other room I was just like alright I try because one of my friends is like hey trying to you get your mom to stay home she's high risk she's asthmatic she smokes diabetic blood pressure like and she's like nope I'm gonna go to work I was just like oh damn fuck. I was like oh, I'm fucked but also like like
0: I think it's a legitimate question no one asked the elderly if they wanted to even risk it
2: Glenn Bec, I mean? Beck said they need to go to save this economy <laughs> That's what he said. I watched it. I was like, well, then get your ass out of the bunker and go. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. You know
0: what I mean? And if the the only people I've seen out, like around driving, mainly are old people.
1: Because they don't. Because they can take their time now. (laughs) Well, think about it. Like, I'm 30 years old and I've realized how fucked up this world is. They're like 67. They've been here for that long in this shit.
0: Yeah. Like, a lot of these people probably. They could have died from the flu last year.
1: Well, that, but I just. I just think that they're they're to a point in their life where i've experienced so much shit i've seen so much shit. yeah if it happens it happens fuck it like yep. I, and, and i'm sure there's some people that's not like that but i think the majority of of older people are just you know i've been here i've seen it all what whatever happens happens yeah yep.
2: i mean i've I, I remember when i had my heart attack or whatever and uh
1: been through some shit man
2: that's yeah it's just it's uh yeah we got enough time for it but like i used to say hey i have a legacy i have two sons like you know if i pass away i'm good when i thought i was dying in a hotel fuck that i was like i do not know what's coming next right now right. yeah that's and, the yes and so i was sitting there mm. pacing back and forth it's actually a funny story uh i'd worked a lot of hours and, and i had got altitude sickness because i suck in altitude so the pharmacy gave me too much medicine. I was like, hey, I'm already taking this and you just gave me five more and plus I got a shot. This is in San Antonio, Texas. and Not my not my doctors, right? So they gave me some codeine, these pills, and my pills. The next thing you know, my body said, well, here we go. So I fell asleep. I was supposed to be on a plane at five in the morning. I woke up and I was like, something's not right. And <laughs> so this, this is why I know I'm a hillbilly. I walked downstairs, smoked a cigarette. And I'm like, I might be having a heart attack. I oh, might want to put this out. So I walked back upstairs, grabbed my, all my mess, and came back down, told the front desk, like, Hey, can you go on ambulance? I think I'm having a heart attack. All right, you got And I'm trying to get a hold of my wife. She's doing a Mary Kay event. So she can't answer the phone. So I basically just like telling her everything, like, Hey, I think I'm having a heart attack. Anything happens? I love you. I love the boys. I'm sorry. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I didn't do anything wrong, but. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You, you you were just like, I'm sorry. I I'm probably need to apologize for something.
2: And I couldn't find out. It was just the medicine had called, like, caused like a minor. It was like a heart attack, but it wasn't like full blown. But like, I felt it in my arm and I was like sweating, but I, I still went downstairs serious smoked a cigarette. And I was like, because you don't know what to do. That's me wow. following most buffets. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I got the arm numbness. <laughs> and uh, and, and then I got on the plane the next morning and flew home. Damn. They said, I should have stayed. I was like, Nah, fuck it. I'm leaving. Yeah. And then I couldn't breathe on the flight from so i fly from San Antonio to Chicago. I couldn't breathe. There was only three people on the plane, so I'm pacing back and forth putting water in my face. I was waiting for them to get me for like, I was going to blow the plane up. Didn't think of it at that time. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to get a rental car. I got free rental cars. I'll just drive Chicago to home. That's four hours. It's like, nah, I'll get on the plane. It was like the one of the worst days of my life. Damn! And then I got off the plane, and then I just I just quit the job. It yeah, was, it was like a hundred seventy thousand dollars a year job. I was like, I'm done. Oh, I can't man, go on the plane yeah. no more. So if I get near planes, I freak the fuck out. Now I flew over four hundred times, man. Now I get near and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's that. That's that tribal.
1: That instinct that your brain is. Yeah, is, like I actually back to
2: when I was. We flew down to Miami on the plane. Like I was. I was almost threw up in Indy. I got on the plane and I just started typing in my phone like random shit because I thought, like, I'm going to have a full-blown anxiety attack on this plane.
1: Basically PTSD. Yeah. yeah, you got yeah. So
2: Man. So my wife's like, let's drive. Uh, she's like, I don't want to drive anywhere. I'm like, I'll drive. <laughs> so when we to Tennessee, I drove the whole way, just proved point point, babe, I'll drive 14 hours straight. Just don't not put me on a fucking plane. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, something a little neurotic. Yeah.
1: Well, hey. Wow. Oh, uh, I, uh. I had pleurisy once. Do you guys know what pleurisy is?
2: I feel like I have it now, yeah.
1: It's uh basically where the lining, the inner lining in your uh that's around your chest. It's like a, I think it's a muscle, I think.
2: Yeah, uh, I had I had I, it here.
1: You can get it there. Yeah. Oh shit. I had it on my chest and it's basically that inner that lining swells up and pushes it was pushing on my chest cavity. I couldn't it was it was hard to breathe and I had chest pains. I was like 23, and I was like, I can't breathe. I'm having chest pains. I was at work, and they were like, you're having chest pains. You can't breathe? Like, oh, shit, are you having a heart attack? And I just started freaking. I'm like, I'm 23. I don't know. And uh, so they call an ambulance, and the ambulance comes and gets me. They do all these tests, and they ask me all these questions. And they were like, does your arm hurt? I'm like, I don't know. I just can't breathe. It really hurts to breathe. And so they just put all these pads and wires and mm-hmm. all oh, these yeah. machines. I mean, they ran through probably 15 different tests before the doctor came in and said, I think you have pleurisy. I was like, what is pleurisy? And he explained it to me. And I was prob- that took six or seven hours out of my day.
0: If I was a doctor, I'd walk in there and say, sir, I think you're just being a pleurisy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what I felt like afterwards. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But I, I, uh, he did yeah. make me feel a little bit better. He said, "He said, yeah, it feels like you have a heart attack."
0: I don't think you're from the Midwest if you haven't thought you were having a heart attack. At least, oh, once. I have one. That's, like
2: every third day, true. because yeah. I have acid reflux, and I'm like, like oh, and sometimes I'll eat something, and I'm like, so it's been during this, you know, this whole whatever, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm I you a breath
1: <laughs> the same way. I was oh. like,
2: oh shit, I just had seven tacos. <laughs> that's a true story mom had a bad day at work she's like brought home like a 20 pack and I'm like mom you know I've been trying not to eat out I've lost like 10 pounds she's like I had a fucking bad day at work I was like All right, I'm not gonna eat them so she put them away in the fridge and I'm working on something I was like well fuck so I ate like three or four of them and all of a sudden they're playing tacos, but I was like, if you, if for some reason, when taco meat, if you refrigerate it, I don't know, it's like maybe the grease or whatever that gets cold, yeah, and, sure. and I was eating it, I was, I was laying in bed and go, oh shit, this is it, <laughs> <laughs> it's the big one. So uh, no, I'm I,
0: coming, Elizabeth.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you haven't thought you had a heart attack or anything like that, yeah, you've never been to the Indiana State Fair, no. no. you if you've never left the State Fair wondering if you'll make it home. <laughs>
0: You're, you're not from Indiana. That's why
2: I wasn't really afraid of this virus, because I go through all the shit I've been through. I was like, nah, come on, man. I, I had way yeah, worse deep-fried
0: Oreos is going to fuck with me more than No, nah, I'm just kidding. Dude, BJ, you
1: made me feel so much better, because I have been laying in bed, and I'm like, oh, God, I wonder if this is it. Do I really have it? I'm. It's kind of hurts to breathe. It's kind of hard to breathe.
2: <sighs> Oh, I called my. I did
1: just eat a pizza though.
2: Oh, oh, dude, I called, an entire. pizza I called my doctor. I ain't gonna lie. So we went to Tennessee. We were in high altitude, and then as soon as I got, we were as soon as we got in the mountains, my ears popped. And I started sneezing really. I sneezed really great. It's almost like it looks fake. <laughs> like it looks like I'm sneezing and most likely shitting my pants at the same time. You just crime. do the. Uh,
0: you you do it's, the. Uh,
2: then, yeah, it looks like an orgasm. I was about to say he's like, got vinegar
0: strokes when he sneezes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: And then, so, and I sneezed 18 times before we got to the hotel, and then I sneezed another 18 times the next day. Good God. My son has the two real bad allergies, right? So, like, like Saturday night, Sunday morning, I was like, uh-oh. And this was two weeks, three weeks ago, whatever, right when the big, right before all the shit hit the fan, and I was like, uh-oh. I got home, and I wasn't feeling well, and it didn't go away, and i just like, oh, shit. I got myself so bad into a panic attack until, like, almost, like, like a, I, I was like, I have a fever course, it's like three thirty in the morning. Haven't been to bed almost twenty four hours. I'm like, and I finally with the bed, and then, um, he, all right. So here, here's the weird part: is like he said he just felt better because I talked to him. Men are like that, and this is the truth. And it's because like, okay, well, if he's feeling like that, then I'm fine. And then like you go through, and like you. You have yeah. to stay on social media because they're like, if you lose the sense of smell, that's like, well, I just farted. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah.
0: My my mom said, you know, if it loses, if you lose your uh, sense of taste and your sense of smell, you know, th- th- then you got it. I'm like, well, oh, so you mean any allergy infection?
2: Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, and then yeah, that's why I've been trying to eat spicy food to keep farting. I'm like, <laughs> yep, I can still, and that's All good. A, like, I am, I'm not a hypochondriac, but like, I wouldn't be surprised because my wife's like, eh. Like I broke my foot, and she's like, she's like, you're right. It's like, yeah, I think I broke my foot, and she's like, shocker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn, that just that n- like... another one.
2: No, no, I don't know, but yeah. it's, but I think I'm starting to enjoy things a lot more. Like, um, um, like I put up that that thing I said about concept or whatever. Like I started looking at things as work and daunting, and I was like, you know what, fuck. I was like, I was like, we get to do these things. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's my favorite artist. That's no bullshit. Yeah, and he text me and calls me like I did something on my own built it right and, yeah. and but I, th- I think I was taking all that stuff for granted because I was letting all that still all that negative or what's going yeah. on. Like, just stay off social media
1: and then money everyone thinks that you're not successful if you're not making money and I, that's not I don't believe that so true
2: at all. I'll be completely honest honest with you like when 2011 10 11 I was making 150 thousand dollars a year for like five six years in a row fucking miserable just absolutely miserable yeah and then now i have a new job where i make way less money way more happier yeah i see my kids more less stress i see you fucks more That's yeah right i mean uh, but i don't know what more you could want I know. to be honest with you
1: i'm glad you got this video going because i know i know even the men were probably feeling this way too i'm just i just have that effect on people but uh <laughs> uh i know the women were probably man that's a beautiful voice this dude has i gotta see his face yeah that's kind of that's that's i'm not on video well i am though so (laughs) that's what i was talking
2: (laughs) and the funny part is the way that the lights come there's a reason why nick isn't on your graphic that you're watching there's an aura i swear i'm just there's an aura around you so they won't know if you're gonna they won't be able to tell if you're white or black so there you go i'm an angel yeah. So you look like an angel see. now. You look like uh, You're a biracial angel like Derek <laughs> Jeter. Bi- you, look like, you look like Michael Michael Landon. <laughs> <laughs> From Little House on the Prairie. Oh, he was also Highway to Heaven. Ah, I think that. He's ah, based, he was the Grim the Reaper. Hell? I don't know how you shine that turd up so much. He was basically the Grim Reaper. He okay. showed up when it's time for people to die. He was like, uh, what's the other? Um, Touched by an angel? <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, Quantum Leap. Oh, yes. Yeah, Scott Bakula. Yeah so like if he showed up you knew shit was wrong too
0: oh man i still haven't seen that episode where he like becomes a downs guy i haven't Uh, seen it uh uh quantum leaps an old show old old show i mean it's not old old show but it's what 80s late 80s 80s, yeah um and scott Bakula essentially has the ability to jump into other bodies in the timeline he quantum leaps from body to body and has to live out learn these lessons through other people's shoes and there's one where he becomes a uh man with down syndrome and uh yeah. i heard it was fantastic i heard it was really cool Interesting. and i want to watch it um
2: but uh yeah we're, how much time we had we're there? uh we're at the uh, uh hour and 12 minutes on the video hey.
0: That's a pretty nice pod right there. Um, Anything else you want to
2: add in here, BJ? The only thing I did uh, want to add is we uh, here Fire Media with Nick and Buck. um, Any local businesses? Yes, free of like I'm not. We're not charging anybody shit. Like just if you have a service you want to get it out, we have all these shows. We're going to be doing our live shows. Just get them to us. Um, Gomez Barbecue, Dyke, uh, Dyke, uh, another podcaster, friend of ours. He actually works at Gomez Barbecue downtown. Um, my plan is to get the whole link together that I'm going to do, record it, kind of like the anchor yeah. thing, and have, like, Gomez Barbecue located at a phone number this. Yeah.
0: So. And uh, um, I'm going to go ahead and plug right now. Kettle Top Brewhouse is open for uh, carry-out business right now. Uh, give them a call. Uh, find them online or message them, and they, you know, respond to any platform usually. Great food. Oh, yeah. My God. Yeah. Wings Damn. are available. Those um, wings. Oh. Wings are on the grill. Get them to take out. They are so daggum good. Um. Uh, so check them out at Kettletop Brewhouse on all social media. I believe Usual Suspects has some some cigars for sale um, at Usual Suspects Cigar Bar. Creatures of Habit Brewing Company has uh, has beer for carry out. Also Kettletop has beer for carry out. Um, so yeah, hit them up, get your stuff, whatever you need. Um, they can hook you up, start, try to support local man by uh gift cards, um, uh, by gift cards. If you see an artist, um, that you like a musical artist or a visual artist, a lot of people are videoing their art and putting it out with maybe a donation link. If you got five bucks, man, um, throw it their way. They could Probably like a lot of us use it. Um, we'll, you know, kind of very uh, if and when sort of situation. These Trump checks drop. You know what I mean. You might have a little extra cash in your pocket after Buy you pay your a bills. Fucking tiger.
1: That's what I'm <laughs> doing.
0: <laughs> We're gonna see uh, what the the next Joe Exotic. What would your tiger name be? Take us out, Nick. What would your tiger name be? Ooh. Nikki Stripes. Nikki Stripes. I love it. That's great. Nikki Stripes over here. (laughs) And uh, you know what? Let's go out on a song that you put in my head on the way down here. Um, And it's got probably one of my favorite synth lines in all of of music. Um, Sunglasses at night is uh what we're going to go out to i'm sitting here like and bj's waiting for me to say the name of the song because we knew it already and bj's it like too. just say say the damn name of the song bro
2: corey hart sunglasses at night 17 yes. million views i don't i always like saying that for some reason yes
1: 17 million i wonder views. if anybody knew that his name was corey hart i didn't from you know sta- everything
2: the reason i know that here real fast is it's because from a saturday night Live skit, because it, it was about when Napster came out and, and Will Ferrell came out as Corey Hart. And they're like, oh, my God, what happened to Fart- Corey Hart? He goes, I wore my sunglasses at night and I had a car wreck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey,
0: uh, Strange, we picked a video with 17 million views. That is. Yeah. mm, 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 mm.
1: music video before it's time.
0: That makes no sense. So I can keep track of the vision in my eyes. I love this song though. Why does he do his lips like that? I don't know. Why do chicks do it on Instagram today? Someone probably said that you look better like that. What
2: the hell did he just say?
0: Oh, don't masquerade with the guy in shades. Oh, no Sure I think
1: I have no idea All I know is he says I wear my sunglasses. We
0: need to start doing this is like we need to have people submit a video for us to like break down or like Look, This one guys playing a violin. I thought it was an old lady. Oh old lady I mean, it's probably probably a man, but they're all like frozen and they're all wearing black and here's the police. Oh, he's like the working man, and these are all the... Oh, he's got red shoes, bro! What the fuck? For those that don't know, uh, red shoes, um... are an ancient symbol, well, a modern symbol of a rain, of an ancient, uh... ritual of cannibalism.
1: And this video is set in a dystopian, uh, setting. Yeah. Uh, dark. And the symbolism of wearing shades, and seeing through the
0: dark, with the red shoes. What if the shades are, uh, symbolic of turning a blind eye? I wear my shades at night, you know? Huh. As normally we uh usually look into these far deep more deeply than we should but yeah.
1: that's the fun of it.
0: Yeah. Looks like he was the one defiant one they're throwing him in jail. But he seems to be uh He seems to be going through some sort of he's leaning to the left for some reason. Uh oh. The female guard's really hot. She's. The fact that he wears sunglasses at night has allowed him to be free so, from jail. So he takes his glasses off and he starts
1: to squirm and feel uneasy. And then he gets. He goes and starts looking and gets taken in gets put in jail and he keeps preaching to this woman i wear my sunglasses tonight, i wear my sunglasses Night. she eventually takes the sunglasses off because she sees <laughs> it's t- whatever it is uh, her eyes are about, open
0: and then she lets him she out. she lets him out yes ah she does not symb- want to be one of the sunglass wearers the symbolism uh and when did
1: this when did this come out
2: 80s
0: yeah was
1: that uh, around the same time that the movie they came out
2: no it was before
1: it was before this what, the movie was before this. No, that was before that. Okay, okay, that would have been really interesting. interesting.
0: Yeah, some cool symbolism there. Yeah, I have all my the idea. people in sunglasses. All the people in sunglasses were uh, um, in black. Yeah, and were standing there mindless, almost robotic. Robotic. And then he takes his glasses off. He says he only wears his sunglasses at night. Um, so I can. So I can. Uh, let's look up these lyrics. I'm kind of interested this? now.
1: I just figured BJ would know it. He'd just be able to s- <laughs>
0: spin him <them> out. <laughs> sunglasses at night. Yeah, lyrics. Okay, so, so the lyrics are, I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can. Watch you weave them, breathe your storylines. Wow. Wow, interesting. Uh, and I wear my sunglasses at night so I can so I can keep track of the visions in my eyes. While she's deceiving me, it cuts my security. Has she got control of me? And I turn to her and say, "Don't switch the blade on the guy in shades, Oh no, Don't masquerade with the guy in shades, Oh no. Don't fight the guy in shades. Don't dance with the guy in shades." I'm just kind of interpreting this. I can't believe it because you got it made with the guy in shades. Ah, interesting. He's saying don't fight the guy in shades. So say the guy in shades is the man is kind of what I'm getting from this. If the guy in shades is the man, don't fight the man. Don't dance with the man uh, because he's going to make it happen for you. But don't fight him. Don't dance with it. He's gonna make it happen.
2: And Corey Hart actually wrote it. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Could be bullshit what we're saying.
2: Yeah, completely. But it could be true. Yeah. I don't know. I'm convinced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It made me think of V from Vendetta. Yes. With sunglasses. <laughs> yes, exactly. It <laughs> did. That
1: is that movie is the symbolism. Of all symbolism when yep. it comes and, to movies.
0: And and so so let's think about the sunglasses. What do sunglasses do? They diminish the light, right? Yes. They stop the light from being as bright as we can perceive it. And, and
1: it blocks.
0: So like I can look into you right now. I can look yes. into your eyes and see you.
1: Exactly. Your soul, your aura. Yes. But when you have glasses on, it blocks all that.
0: And also by him saying I wear my sunglasses at night because there's no light to be disturbed. Right. I, I want the dark to be completely dark. I want to have all the light. I want to have all the dark. And so he was the guy in a white shirt when everyone else was in black shirts, mm-hmm. and he was being taken away when he wasn't wearing his sunglasses. He was put away for not wearing his sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And then they specifically panned on the red shoes. If they wouldn't have specifically
1: panned on the red yeah. shoes, I wouldn't have felt like they were put there for a reason.
0: Yes, exactly. It's not like everyone's wearing red shoes. He in is, V for Vendetta. Yes, Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then he was locked away for not wearing, for wearing his, for not wearing his sunglasses. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it wasn't until the guard took off her sunglasses that she realized Mm -hmm. that he was an in- innocent man and that she should take off her sunglasses. So essentially uh, we picked this random song that randomly popped into your head. That totally correlates. That with totally correlated everything. with our conversation. And also uh, this is us telling you before we log out, um, take your sunglasses off. Take them motherfuckers. Off. Let the light in. Let all the light in. Go outside, get sunlight, breathe in the air and the, in the just, just because you're away from people doesn't mean you can't, absorb sunlight and uh you probably should go be outside be in your yard be six feet away practice safe uh social distancing um but be outside at the same time if you know somewhere that's far away just out in the field but you can be outside and feel earth then do it um if we can't be connected with each other at least we can connect with the earth so um and question everything Absolutely. Um, Even if it sounds kind of crazy, prove you're crazy wrong. If it's truly crazy, prove it wrong. Uh, If it sounds too crazy, then prove it wrong. Prove yourself wrong. Try to prove yourself wrong in every way, shape or form. Uh, That's how you kind of build a, you know, solid worldview. If you can prove yourself wrong or if someone else can prove you wrong factually, then don't hold on to it. You don't have to hold on to it. Just because someone on a screen tells you something doesn't mean that you need to be married to that or that you're crazy for not believing in it 100 percent it's a good way not
1: to get a biased perception on things yeah
0: if you think something ask yourself why you believe that Critique and it. and if and if your response is simply because this person said it then maybe you need to dig into it a little bit more and that's that's true for us as well we have been, we that happens to us all the time i can't tell you how many times i've seen a headline and thought one thing and then read the story and it'd be something completely different okay. and uh that happens all the time be it be aware be critical and um be safe and uh we love you just mainly you know what i mean if you're listening to this and and you're sharing your time and you're letting us in into your headspace then uh we love you and uh, we don't care if you love us back or not uh we love you anyway we love you anyway um where can people find you nick
1: in oaks five on facebook in oaks 55 on instagram Yeah. And I'm on Snapchat, but I don't use it.
0: Yeah. Um, You can find me at Uncle Buck's house on all forms of social media. You can find the podcast at Uncle Buck's podcast. Um, We'll drop him. We're dropping every Friday. We got some interesting new video stuff coming your way. Um, And uh, y'all take care. Obviously, my dates are all on hold. Although I will say Chris Catane has been rescheduled for August 16th um, is when that's that's been rescheduled. So. Coming up here in just a few months, I'm pretty sure that uh, it's nearly sold out. So if you want to hop on and get those tickets for August, uh, feel free to do it. It um, be, be awesome to see some of your uh, Trump check go towards coming to see me at that show. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, you guys be safe, and we love you. Uh, bye. Bye-bye.